For episode 34, I chat with commercial real estate agent, content creator, and V-friend, Aviva Sonnenreich. Throughout the course of our deep dive, the gift go holder and I chat about her content creation journey and how she reached 1 million followers on TikTok. She also shares how Gary's content changed the course of her business and life, why she was so quick to jump into V-friends on day one, and why she has so much conviction and access tokens after they're used. The newest podcast, Panther, also shares a really cool story of how she was able to thoughtfully provide Gary value by getting an Academy Award-nominated A-list actor on Gary's podcast. It was super awesome meeting Aviva in real life recently uh, and getting to know her. This episode is full of so many great nuggets from her. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. I understand what people may think, but listen, this court is unbelievable. Again, back to the community I built, it's just kind. It's, you know, it's nice, it's thoughtful. Tons of moves, learning, unbelievable OGs coming in and helping. And that is a game changer. Our grandparents did not have this. That to me excites me. I mean, I've spent the last 12 years building Gary Vee. I want this to be my Harry Potter, my Pokemon, my Smurfs. Like, this is a very big ambition for me. I will spend the rest of my life building this intellectual property. You are now listening to the V-Fan Sessions Podcast with your host, Mr. Messer. Oh yeah, subscribe, like, VFAM, what's up? Uh, Rob, Mr. Messer, back with another episode of the VFAM Sessions. I am over the moon, excited uh, for today's guest. Uh, today I have a uh, commercial real estate agent, TikToker, host of the CRE Secrets Podcast, uh, GIFGO, and unbelievable VFriend, uh, Ms. Aviva. Aviva, thank you so much for being here. How are you? Thank you, Rob. I am doing amazing. I'm so impressed by your speed. I only met you... Was it last week in New York? And here we are, um, putting in the reps. I that you're putting in the reps, and I'm impressed. So thank was, you for having me. Um, yeah. Now, now that you mention it, it was just a little over a week ago at, at Gary's birthday in New York. Um, you know, one of the best parts about going to these events is just meeting new V friends. I mean, it's great to get people in your circles, but, um, to, to meet other, like, like we just said off, off the recording, just like-minded people. And, you know, we, we got to chatting and I just, uh, you know, I, I was a, attracted by your positivity. And, you know, as I got to talk to you more, I realized, you know, the, the level that you were playing this, this game at, but it wasn't until I got like on the plane or that I was just kind of doing like my Twitter. And I was like, Oh, like you, she is a real gangster here. Um, so uh, we, we will get into that, but I, I can't thank you enough, um, you know, for, for your speed and for, for agreeing to come on here and, and tell your story and to, to talk to you friends. So, um, I always like to begin at the, the beginning. Uh, so if you don't mind just giving us a, a couple minutes version of, of your cliff notes, pre NFTs and, and V friends, who is sure. Aviva? Sure. So uh, I was born in Denver, Colorado. I still live here to this day. I am a commercial real estate broker, personality, owner, manager, whatever you want to call it. I run around from buildings every day and try to make win-wins for everyone. I, I discovered I have a really interesting relationship with um, and I've been thinking about it a lot with Gary's content and when I started working um, and when I started into the business. And I've realized this parallel recently where uh, I, I, and I remember the first time I ever saw a Gary video, maybe seven or eight years ago, which was pretty much exactly when I was starting in the commercial real estate industry. And I was, I mean, just hooked immediately. And what I did was ultimately like Gary was, and still is, this online mentor. And I've just listened so much, <laughs> so many hours, um, and just kind of did what he said he, what he said to do and watched him and did what he was doing. And 
um, I mean, my real, uh, when the hip, when the rubber hit the road was during the pandemic, when the phone stopped ringing and I had gone all in on TikTok, but I went all in on TikTok for a page for my cat and a good friend called me and he was like, why are you doing this with your cat? You should do this with your business. Nobody else in your industry is doing it. And that was a light bulb moment in my life um, because immediately <laughs> really just kept uh, with the Gary playbook and uh, putting out content brick by brick endlessly, right? And understanding that um, this is a long-term game and I'm in it for the long term. And uh, it, thankfully, I've seen a lot of success. I, uh, the commercial real estate industry is very, like social media is very taboo, right? It's just completely rejected social media and the internet and social media. And honestly, a lot of the strategies that Gary has shared is what I built my entire company off of. And so I am just smiling cheek to cheek uh, every day when I get up and get to work because it's worked. And I've had, I mean, cue the introduction of V Friends, had so much fun learning, losing, winning, but then ultimately meeting unbelievable like-minded people across the country, across the world, and then sharing this really special passion, which is V-Friends. And it's been really, really rewarding. And if I had to do it all again, I wouldn't change a thing. I love that. Um, and just your just your aura, your overall positivity. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that at the beginning when I was talking about our, our interaction, but uh, it's very, it's very, um, it's just uh, attractive. And you have like the, this aura where you just pull people in and that's what, that's like the essence of eFriends, right? Just like positivity and kindness and all of those things. Um, and you are layered with, with the hard work and the, I mean, speaking of reps and we'll get into that, like your content, like all the time, you're like following the playbook. Um, so I, I definitely want to, to get to, to everything. And especially this point, um, on, on November 12th, 20, 2023, in an IG post, uh, covering a special moment that you put together that we'll dive into in a couple of minutes. But you, you said Gary's content has profoundly impacted my business endeavors. And I run a business completely predicated by his playbook, um, which is something that so many people, especially that listen to this show, um, really are familiar with, but, and obviously he talks about this in his content too, like actually executing it is where people get, um, tripped up. And if they do execute on it for one, two months, years, whatever. Sometimes there's a fallback, um, but you've been super consistent. And I like the more I'm listening to you talk, I'm like, man, I could do an hour or two of you with you just on commercial real estate or just on, you know, becoming a content creator. So I'm going to do my best to, to synthesize all of this, but I, I'm curious uh, out of just a fun, like Gary, maxi question like what do you remember the actual piece of content that you were hooked on hilarious <laughs> question i think it was it was definitely one of those videos where he was standing in new york just screaming at the camera fuck you monday and i it must have been a the fuck you monday piece of content i really think it was but i'm not 100 percent sure but in my head it is that piece of content because Years later, I kind of heard him talking about the strategy behind that piece of content, which was make a video and essentially retarget it to the to the right people using Facebook. And that's exactly what happened to me. And it worked and changed. It completely changed my life over and over and over again. So I remember the I just remember it like it was yesterday. That's so cool. Um, so for, for those that, that may not know Aviva, um, she 
is is one in, she's part of this club that had, has had a million followers on TikTok, which is no easy feat. And you, she would never. I I I'm just getting to know you. Uh, but there wasn't even a, a, a hint where you were anything but absolutely humble and full of humility when I was talking to you. Like I had no idea. Um, I was I, I think I was doing more talking about my podcast and you were just like listening. Um, so like, and by the way, like as I have more events where people from web three are getting together IRL, like there is definite, there's a definite sense of like, I have this many followers, um, maybe not so much in V friends land, but it's, I've been to enough events where like, there's just that aura where like, you know, I, I I've reached this level. So I'm going to communicate and interact and engage with people that are also at this level. And if, if I don't know who you are, then, you know, you can only have this much of my time. Uh, so I do want to give you roses for that because, um, it's something that I notice. I, I feel like I'm pretty observant. Um, but let's get back to the beginning. So you like, like many got Gary's advice. You're, you're in real estate. Was there a particular moment where you said, okay, I'm, I'm going from, I'm going from my cat to here. And like, this is my plan. This is my goal. Like, talk to me about that moment when you really started to get serious about it. Sure. Well, so uh, I want to preface this with, um, from the age of 18 up until pretty much the pandemic, I was a DJ. And yeah. as in, in being a DJ and with the music, social media was a huge part of it. And so, but when you're a low level DJ, there is a high supply of content on the internet and then a very low demand for it, right? People only demand musicians content once they're really, really big. So for years, I was posting, posting, posting. Nobody ever cared. Nope. It just, you know, never, ever amounted to anything. And at the time, it was hard. But then when I had that moment where my friend was like, you need to post about your job instead of your cat, because there's so much competition with the cat, and there's no competition with your profession, I realized that by posting content that was value add to the view to the viewer instead of personally selfish content, right? Flashy boast, you know, um, which I learned from Gary. If you post value add content, the people will want to consume it. And so it was like June of 2020 where I had that aha moment where it was like, and and Gary said this. He was like, it's really uncomfortable to hold a phone and talk to it. Like nobody actually likes to do that. It's cringe. It's uncomfortable. However, it converts the best, A. B, it brings the most value to the consumer, which is the point of successful media. And then um, ultimately... It may be cringe, but when you have a million followers, nobody thinks it's cringe anymore, right? All the all the coolest stuff is cringe until it's cool. And so um, getting past caring what people think, getting past caring if people think it's cringe and just testing and uh, being curious and experimental and bringing as much value as you physically can uh, has, it's been a really fun journey and figuring out that that is what people want when they are consuming content on any of the platforms, in my opinion. I love that. And, you know, thinking back to 2020, uh, and if you weren't, if Gary was not, or his content was not on your radar back then, you know, just think about how much he's screaming about, uh, V friends cards now, and maybe LinkedIn, uh, 2020 from 19 to, to 2020, it was all sports cards and TikTok. It was TikTok, 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 TikTok. Um, and me personally, like I got in, got out, like I never went full throttle, uh, and, and any one account. So, um, yeah, I'm sure I could have a, a counseling session in that, uh, but that's for another day. Um, so, um, it's speaking of that, like, is there, you've gone at it for, for years now. And I'm sure there's been ups and downs. Like I know the day in day out is an absolute grind, but um, 
I'm curious, like, what did you learn about yourself? Assuming that you had ups and downs, uh, what did you learn about yourself during this process of not only hitting, you know, going on this climb, but, uh, you know, I'm sure there was goals along the way. I'm sure there was videos that you thought would be a smash um, and maybe weren't and vice versa. So I'm, I'm curious. You know, I think the biggest thing, I mean, it's just authenticity is so ridiculously obvious to everyone that if if it's not authentic, every you could anybody they don't even need to know you can sniff it out in a second. So, authenticity rules. Um, you know, I when you get followers, the the greed starts, and you're like, oh, I could monetize this, right? And so, figuring out my relationship with monetization has been probably the biggest one, and then biggest. Um, I would just say like, I don't want to say pain point, but point of growth, because you want to go for like the easy money. Uh, but then you realize it could be at the cost of your brand and your image and trying to find the balance there. And I, you know, it's been really interesting to watch Gary pre V friends now, during V Friends and his relationship with monetizing his community, um, just because he's always been very uh, uh, adamant about giving away the content for free. And so, um, you know, I at one point I had a course and I, Gary, I know Gary always said, don't do that. And it was always in the back of my mind. And I kind of when I ended it, I felt really good about ending it just because I kind of felt like what Gary said was right. Like it was a cheap monetization strategy that like wasn't worth my image as a whole. And so <laughs> we I, I could do a therapy session on that one. But um, yeah, it's just figuring out your relationship with monetizing your audience. It's, yeah, I think about that. that. Makes sense. I mean, usually it's the money thing, right? Pricing, pricing out at, any kind of service uh, or, you know, but yeah, uh, totally get that. And, you know, just to, just to wrap, wrap this kind of TikTok portion of, of your journey um, was, I, I know I, I took a look at your pin and if guys, if you haven't followed Aviva Real Estate on TikTok and, and all of the, the social uh, places yet do that, please, um, because she is, uh, very knowledgeable and and real estate is something that's not part of my everyday life, but it's something that I always like to keep a pulse on. Uh, so I, I was really happy to to sub to your podcast and, and all of your content. Um, but was there one piece of content that jumps out at you? I mean, I saw the Kardashian one. I'm sure there's a funny story behind that, or maybe there's not, but um, was there one piece of content you were like, blown away by the response that's such an interesting question because the kardashian one's a perfect example where i posted that i got tens of millions of views features every everywhere but very few followers from it right so it was like big exposure and you would expect this pop and it wasn't that way. And then I could find I would do a different type of content piece um, that was like a strategic showing somebody how to do something that would benefit them in real estate. And I might get a bunch of less views, but I would get more followers. So um, that is probably that relationship and understanding that views don't mean follows, right? Like the whole strategy with the Kim Kardashian video is that I know if I post a video about real estate with Kim's face, it's culture hacking, right? Uh, more people will care because Kim's face is there. And that was true, but they didn't care about me in that post. They cared about Kim. And so finding my relationship, uh, ultimately I have tailored a little back from the culture hacking. I still get like the best views if I say something about Elon Musk or a Kardashian um, and really actually just focusing on valuable content that might not get 10 million views, but will help more people. 
and gain and just continue that like brand um they uh, brand um loyalty 100 yeah i love that uh and i i noticed how you at some of the top of some of your videos you have like a, a clip that has nothing to do with it but it's just like engaging and um but it, it makes sense like when you're when you're ma making content at the doing the reps that you are um you know every little bit helps so um really cool and you know i i always like to it's always fun to see someone that's actually doing it not only consuming gary but applying it um you know that's why i started this podcast that's why i started doing some writing on linkedin like just pushing yourself to do it and then do it again and get better and get better and get better and get better um i'm sure you weren't using the words culture hack you know th three years ago no 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 so, uh, yeah hey if it didn't work so well it'd be one thing but i'm just sitting here watching the results of gary's free content just working and it's like mm. oh gotta double down on it triple down on it and it's just been nothing but receipts so a hundred uh, oh, I love that. I love that. So, you know, you started this in 2020. By the time May 2021 rolls around, V friends, like you're you're in. You're you're whatever he's selling, you're buying. So, tell me about that for you. Uh, did you know what an NFT was? Um, you know, talk to me about your May 2021 experience. Sure. Uh, that was a funny time because. Um, I was already so loyal to Gary at that time, like, and he had always never asked for anything that it was like, I couldn't have thrown my money at him fast enough um, to mint the beef. You know, I remember that piece of content where he was like, something's coming, you know, but whatever that piece of content was. And it was like, I am, you know, like, get ready. We're about to go in. And it was like, okay. And it, I did not own any other NFTs at that time. I had crypto, but I mean, it was a, a not not to mention. I mean, look, V Friends did a really good job at onboarding us, showing us how to buy safely, step by step, which was amazing. Um, somewhere where I just fell short was I didn't understand anything about uh sports cards or collectors items so like i knew i wanted the gift goat because that made the most sense to me but then when it came to buying like any of the characters i didn't know anything about specs like i didn't know a core was different and and so i had i known what i know now i and i'm sure everybody feels that way i would have bought differently um but Bought a couple cores, got my goat, and um, it's just been. I mean, I check, I check it every single. I check the just what's for sale every day because I'm always ready to snipe when the time is right. I love it. So you, <laughs> your belief in Gary, like you didn't need to know the applications. You didn't need to know like you know what storybook is my character going to be featured, and you just had that belief from from the results you were seeing like just a blind belief in him is that fair yeah yeah i just it was like so many hours of listening and understanding and feeling like i know him as a person like i have empathy back toward you know he taught me empathy i have empathy back towards him that i believe that he's not going to do all of this to ruin his reputation for that cash grab and and he hasn't right like he's done nothing but build and put in the work and i know this is controversial but i think what everything that's happened is exactly what he said was going to happen so i'm sitting back just long-term hold um and enjoying the ride i think you know something that i work in commercial real estate you talk about like the term of an investment short term mid medium term long-term hold and um it was funny when i jumped into web3 because a long-term hold in commercial real estate would be like generations 
Whereas a long-term hold for some people, right, that's all just your own perspective, might be six months as a long-term hold. So when I bought my V friends, just being really um, accustomed to my version of a long-term hold, it was like, I plan on having these my entire life. So um, it's not about the floor today or tomorrow. It's just about the work and the effort and uh, the community and the fun mm. stuff that we get to do as a result. A hundred percent. And, um, you know, speaking of that, when we met in, in Brooklyn, uh, one of the questions that I don't know if you remember me asking you, but I was like, are you, are you a happy goat? Um, because, well, we'll, we'll get into it, but without hesitation, you said yes. Um, I, and I'm asking that because they're speaking of investing, like there's a lot of, and I'm not close to it. I'm not obviously in the goat discord. I don't own a goat. Um, but just, I have a, what I like to think is a, a pretty good pulse on, on the community. Um, and I know there are a lot of unhappy goats, so I'm curious and I mean, maybe there's a great parallel with investing in real estate, like people, is it because people just over leverage themselves too hard? Is it because of those Gary's, you know, Gary talked about something in your driveway, like someone that's a little closer to that. I'd, I'd love your take on it. Uh, it's, it's hard. And it's been a crazy journey because I think at the beginning, like, I think, well, I know like Gary was amped, like he was so excited and he knew what he could do and how he could deliver on it. And I think to a lot of people, they just saw dollar signs. And then as the gifts started to roll, you know, uh, that was the play with a lot of the gifts or like, these are collector's items that you're to hold on to. That was the first year of gifts was like, this is going to be big in 20 years. And people were like, wait, we thought this was the flip life. Like, I need that Lambo in my garage per that hint. And so obviously, you know, there have been highs and lows and it's, um, you know, nobody would feel bad for me. Like we use that June oven every single day. <laughs> I love my June oven. I will keep like the, we have, uh, I, we kind of joke in my house, like we have a couple of Gary V shrines throughout which is just like the artwork and the books and the jackets and um the chairs now the chairs i know we just got them two days ago which is exciting and um but you know it, the goat chat has been so difficult and just being a goat has been difficult and i empathize with you know people did spend a lot of money on goats uh, and i empathize because Yes, two and a half years in, the return isn't there, but I see it as a dividend uh, producing asset and I think it'll pay off in the long term. And I hope my other fellow goats can be a little nicer and happier in the chat because, uh, because it's a long-term game and it's a long-term play and it's fun. And I, but like I said, I do empathize because peeps, pe people are mad and um, I'm sad that they feel that way because <laughs> I'm having fun. Uh, you know, with, with that, we're talking, we're talking about May, 2021, like it's light years ago, but it's, we're still in the year 2023. You know, it's been a year, two and a half years. Um, so when you're talking about investing, uh, you know, it's really it's really not that long. Uh, but yes, I, I definitely empathize. I've had conversations with like random people at like the hotel bar at VCon, like really getting into it and just trying to see that perspective, um, which, which has been enlightening. So um, um, it's, it's really interesting. And it's, you know, a big part of what I'm doing here is just getting kind of the historical perspectives during all these moments. And I think this is a very, like this whole goat uh community saga for lack of a better word is is very interesting especially as we get into a place where go eight or get go 18 gift 18 has been delivered and now it's like what happens next or maybe he drops an announcement pre gift 18 so 
um, we'll, we'll have to stay tuned. Hey, I just want to say that um, I bought my podcast Panther with zero redemptions on it. I was going to bring that up. Zero, That's amazing. Zero redemptions and walked up to Gary and pitched him on a podcast. And he said, yes, there is no way all of these, you know, I don't know. I mean, he said it over and over and over again. The thing about Web3 and the smart contracts is that we can add to them. There's And, and the, the way that Gary has always uh, taught me to do business and the world is provide more value than the other side, right? Jab, 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 right hook. And you could not convince me that at the end of the two years for the, for the podcast Panther or the end of the three years for the gift goat, uh, that the party's over. I, I think the party's just getting started. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Um, with that, I was, I was going to bring that up a phenomenal story. Would you mind, like, I don't think there's a person listening that wouldn't have an ask for Gary. Would you mind taking us to that moment? Oh, there's the cat. What's your cat's name? This is Weston. Weston. Uh, He's one of them. Yeah, I feel like I've seen many different kinds of cats <laughs> in your videos. Um, that's amazing. Well, hello, Weston. Welcome to the show. Uh, if you don't mind taking us to that moment um, with Gary, when you when you throw a right hook at him, I mean, it's a great time. His birthday, you know, you, you got the, you bought the NFT. Um, you jump to that moment if that's okay. Guys, I just want to jump in really quick for a quick thank you. Uh, I see so many of you are liking, subscribing, leaving reviews for the VFAM Sessions podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, and I also noticed that a lot of you are jumping to our new YouTube, VFAM Sessions on YouTube. Uh, we're posting all of these in video format, and I see the subs, and I really appreciate it. Thanks so much from the bottom of my heart. Let's get back to the interview. It, it's like so hard to explain, but long story short, the culmination was maybe five or six months ago. First off, I like I said, I'm watching what's on the market for VFriends like a hawk and i w i had gotten some liquidity because i felt like this was the right time to buy an access token i didn't know which one i just knew i wanted one and i was just going to wait until the right one came and i remember it was a friday afternoon at like three o'clock and i'm i'm i get this like oh i should look at the v for like what's for sale and I'm like scrolling and there was a podcast Panther for like five ETH. And I remember historical sales on the podcast Panther were bonkers, like hundreds of ETH. And I couldn't have stopped everything faster and just scattered to buy it because I knew if I could buy it, even though it had no accesses left, that I could get the podcast done. So I buy it. I'm like beaming. Um, I couldn't believe, right? To me, it was one of like the top access tokens that I never expected I would ever own because the very one that I bought, Mohit had sold for like 130 ETH, which is like $300,000 the year before. And so it just seemed unattainable, but I saw it and I was prepared for this moment and I got it. and. So from then it was like, okay, how do I get Gary, you know, how do I move this piece forward? And I met Gary at VCon. I've been a very loyal follower for years. I've emailed him back and forth a couple times and we've created, you know, very, very distant relationship. You know, it's meeting up people on the internet is weird, specifically like when one is your idol and, um, but I knew that, uh, so uh, another side is my family has a company where the brand ambassador for the company is uh, William H. Macy, who's a really famous actor. And it finally dawned on me that I could connect William H. Macy and Gary. If I could get Bill on Gary's podcast, it would kind of be another chess move closer. Oh, you had. To, exactly. And I knew that Bill was 
pro arguably more famous than Gary. So I realized that Gary would probably say yes if I could get to him. So I emailed him. I didn't even ask Bill for, if he would go to New York or for permission, which was wild. But I reached out to Gary and he was like, let's do it. Uh, we set it up, got Bill on the podcast. That was what, two weeks ago. And then Gary had this access event last week and it was like, okay, I was just in his office with him two weeks ago with Bill. He, uh, he knows who I am. There's no question about this. I have to go back to New York for the access event and ask and, and do the right hook. And so I, at the access event, you know, uh, I have the podcast Panther. I have a podcast, you know, I put in the, the reps to get there. And at the event, I just went up and pitched it to him and he just said yes immediately. So now I got to work on getting that through the finish line. That's amazing. Um, you know, and he says timing is everything. So that was a very well-timed, <laughs> well-thought-out right hook. Uh, very, very deserving. And like real estate is one of his niches that he enjoys. Like, you know, his sister's a real estate agent. He, a lot of, a lot of his keynotes are at real estate events. Yeah. Um, so it, it just, it makes all the sense in the world. Um, I think you could have had a podcast on anything with that story. Um, and he would have said yes, but. Uh, I just want to mention something. You talk about real estate and Gary and the Bill Macy interview. And there's something that happened that I wasn't expecting and was blown away by. And even Bill was blown away by it when we were there. So Gary's office is it's 60,000 square feet of, so it's an, an entire floor in like a very historic, it's a very famous office building complex in New York. Stunning, new, unbelievable real estate. We get up into, and, and you have to understand, I go into office spaces day in and day out that are empty, desolate, sad, just dead, right? We get into the VaynerMedia office and it was so alive. It was... Like you, you could feel it in the air and every corner was filled with people who were having fun and enjoying the work. And, and it was such an alive atmosphere and it was a big office, huge office filled with just young, vibrant, excited people. And we were all really taken aback by that because you just, you can feel it like that energy was something you can't make up, right? Uh, and it was just so authentic and, and and so real. As someone who's like followed Gary for so long, I just never expected that. And it was cool. It was very cool. It was so cool. And just, I, and I, I didn't even know who you were then, but I saw it and I, I was like, wow, that's one. The first thing was like, all right, what's the connection between William H. Macy and Gary. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe he's investing in this little like distillery now. Uh, but then hearing your story behind it, like is is amazing. And, you know, on this whole subject, like how do you give Gary value, right? He like the ability to do that and be thoughtful. And if anybody really put time and thought into it, I'm sure we could, but to to be on your toes, to be have that at the forefront and be able to deliver on that is is pretty amazing. So really, really awesome. And it, it turned out to be a great interview. And I, I pretty much listen to every uh, interview Gary does. Uh, it was really, it's really cool to um, have him interact with someone of that nature, uh, a legend, William H. Macy. And if you don't know who William H. Macy is, please IMDB him right now. Um, he is, he is a living legend. Um, that's so cool um, that, that you were able to do that and go to Vayner. And I, from what I hear, I, yet to experience it but i've heard it's very palpable the energy you'll get in there i have no doubt <laughs> so let's you you mentioned you met gary at vcon um uh, quickly you know going into this this was like the utility the the utility that you could grasp on um, you know your and your v friends nft um 
if it wasn't an access token or a gift code or anything, was a ticket to VCon. Um, it was kind of this mysterious event. Uh, there was a couple trailer videos, but we didn't know really what to expect. I'm just, what was your thoughts? If you could take yourself back to May, 2022, your thoughts going into it, who did you go with? How was your experience? All of the things from, from VCon one. Great question. Um, I had never seen Gary speak or ever. So I was really excited. I brought, you say, who'd you bring? I brought my dad and one of my husband's best friends who was just like really into web three. So he was like all about the flip life and NFTs less about Gary and VCon, but we all care of, you know, we all schlepped over to Minneapolis and, um, I thought it was a over under promise over deliver event. I was really impressed by it. I, I mean, the people are the best part, just meeting like-minded people who are equally as enthusiastic about the qualities that attract us to the content. And I didn't, I did not expect to meet Gary. I had no expectations for that um, until they rolled out the Meet Gary booth, which was crazy in and of itself that Gary would stand there every day for hours and hours just inter uh, signing, shaking hands, talking. Like, um, I have a lot of energy. I, I'm social, but I cannot imagine what that is like to like just have people and pouring their hearts over you for just hours and hours and hours and hours. And he take a sip of water if you watch him. I've never seen him take a sip of water. <laughs> it's it's truly something else. So on Sunday of VCon one, my dad did not. He opted out. He was like, no, fuck that. But my friend uh, Andrew and I stood in line for four or five hours, um, had a blast and probably had the best time. Uh, the concerts were epic. Wyclef was amazing. But um, my friends, or I stood in line, met a bunch of amazing people. We got to the front. It was Gary and his dad. And uh, I was so overwhelmed, like I was crying so hard. I could, I literally could barely speak. It was so ridiculous. I think back now and I'm just like, oh my God. But um, I had, a, at, at that point in the line, they were like, we're not signing anything anymore. And I had my gift coat jacket on and I like just really wanted him and his dad to sign it. And I'm just like crying and I can't talk. And I was like, can you please sign this? And like, they, he couldn't have like thrown a Sharpie at me faster. Um, they were just him and his dad were just so sweet and empathetic and kind. And, uh, I never thought in my life I would wait five hours to meet somebody, but it was probably a highlight of the entire conference besides the comp, the concerts, the concerts were lit. Those were so fun. They were. Um... <laughs> And, and this year too, this in 2023, um, I think definitely over delivered. Both conferences over delivered, but like the production quality and just the the energy, like it, it was act like you were going to an event, like a concert. Especially the the first one with with um with Busta. I don't yeah. know. Did you go to that one at the amphitheater? I regrettably. Are you talking about VCon two? Two. Yeah. I just I, without saying anything, I just skipped over one year. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I could not go to two, but oh, I will be to three. Okay. So I'll see you there. Let's go. Um, but yeah, but the, when Gary like started dancing with Wyclef and like put on the hat, like what a great moment that was. I remember it like it was yesterday. It was epic. So like, and I, I think it. I'd be remiss without saying we're talking about him interacting with people for hours on end, pouring their hearts out, talking about everything that they've done for him, but the energy that he gives back in the level of presence for interaction after interaction, after interaction is something that's unprecedented, I think, because he's really listening and he really remembers and he's really just in, 
engaged and, and locking eyes and just in it with you, um, which is remarkable. You know what? I, you know, with my experience jumping online and meeting people online and creating community, sometimes I have a hard time remembering people. And I'm just like, how am I supposed to remember all these people? Like, there's so many. I And then I've had that like moment of introspection or whatever the word is, where it's like, no, no, no. Like, Gary does it. Like, Gary interacts with an exponential number more than me. And he genuinely remembers these people. Like, uh, you, you know, look at their face and re- I can retain it. Like, Gary does it. And and to an extent that's unbelievable and effortless, and it's made me just rethink my uh, relationship with people because it's like I'm doing uh, you know one percent of what he's doing, and and it's yeah, it and is, he he really does remember and crazy and I, it's like you know, so crazy when you look a, at him in awesome the eyes because model. you can just like see the empathy in his eyes. Uh, every time I've met him, you know, there's that concern of like fallen hero syndrome, meeting somebody you idolize and they're a dick. And I've never had that with Gary. It's always been like, oh my God, like this guy is more kind and empathetic than I even thought just by looking into his eyes. It's real, it's a crazy thing. He's a good dude. Yes. When the the best. And I, I like, I think it, it might be me or you. Like if I accidentally talk over you, it's because you're frozen for a hot sec. You're good. So, so I just, um, I don't know if it's coming through for you, um, but I'll fix it on the back end. No worries. Um, with, with VCon and you said you had to, to meet people. Had, are you someone that, that taps into the Twitter spaces, discord, as far as engaging with other V friends, where do you live mostly? Good question. Mostly, I uh, I would say most of them are like people I connected with in person and then I see them on Instagram for the most part. Then the Twitter element is a big one um, and the Discord. Now, there's a funny thing about Twitter and Discord and that's that people will have a profile picture of a friend or whatever, and I'll get to know them as just JPEGs mm-hmm. and then their profile picture. And then I'll be standing with them and I don't know who they are because their profile picture has always been the picture of a gift goat. And so there's this funny thing where it's like, I've I, like, I need to meet you and see your face to understand who you are. You know, in the goat discord, E22 is super active. When you and I were uh, at that bar in Brooklyn and I was leaving, um, I think Jeremy or Constantine, who I was stoked to meet Constantine. I already met Jeremy. He's awesome. Um, Constantine, who I'd seen a lot in the Discord, he was like, this is E22. And I was just like, whoa, like (laughs) I like you have just a random picture. Your username is E22. I have no context on who you are. And now you're standing right in front of me and I feel like I know you, but I've never interacted with you. So it was just, it's a funny like disconnect for me that I'm working to put the pieces together. Um, But ultimately it's that like people I'm meeting at these events and then we follow each other on socials and keep in touch thereafter. I love that. Yeah, it is a weird world that we live in. (laughs) I remember from VCon 1, someone shouted my name uh because my pfp is my face so people know me um if they know me if they engage with me but someone someone was like rob and i turned around and i knew the voice i knew exactly who it was but i wasn't quite sure like what they looked like so i'm like looking around for like someone to like be waving their arms at me or like like come have a hug or something but it was just one of those awkward funny moments where where i remember like oh i don't know what this person looks like but i i know exactly what they sound like because i hear them on twitter spaces five (laughs) times a week um yeah web3 is 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 a funny place or at least a funny chapter 
as we kind of figure out what how we're going to engage and interact. Um, Definitely. Be friends. You know, Gary has said that it, V Friends is a, a community in a sea of non-communities. That's one of that those like flagship quotes. I'm I'm curious. It's a word that gets thrown around a lot. Um, what does that word mean to you, community? Sure. I mean, it's a, it's you know, it is a word that Gary has said a lot, and I have explored my relationship with it since you know he talks about community being the foundation of. A business or a company. Um, uh, I come from a really, really connected community back home. Like my entire friend group are people that I met in kindergarten and they're my best friends to this day. And so I have a really tight knit community and I see um, the value in that. And I realize a lot of people don't have that tight knit community that they can go home to. And so uh, understanding that I already have a that community in my life has been everything, uh, then parlaying it into V friends and seeing the way that Gary works to build community within a business uh, is just super interesting because it's, it's extremely effective, A. And then B, like it, it's that ultimate feeling of like belonging that is community. And by Gary creating that community around V friends, that's how you make lifelong, uh, that's how you make lifelong customers. And like, I'm not joking when I tell you I have a closet full of, of the V friends stuffed animals for if, and when we pop out kids, like they're not getting anything else, but the gratitude gorilla, like that's going to be their best friend. It's done. Um, and it is one of those special moments as someone that my, my son who's five loves practical peacock. It is special. And it it just, it just makes it that much more bigger in the vision and everything more special. I love that. I love that answer. Um, real couple of things before we head into our last segment, there's so many people that are, are kind in this community. Um, and most of them full of humility, um, like yourself. But I always like to ask people, would you uh, call someone out in a good way? Is there anyone in that you've seen maybe in Discord or at an IRL event that you'd like to give roses to for maybe something they did or just the kind of person that they are, the kind of V-friend that they are? Yeah, I would say I would throw roses to Corso. I think Corso is like a super underrated individual and he's super humble and I think he's a really important puzzle piece to this community and I think he's really a lot more important than anybody understands but he doesn't act that way I barely know him you know I say hi to him and he's just been nothing but lovely so I'm gonna give roses to Corso I love that yes Corso is the the puzzle piece like if it were missing you'd be like fuck it I'm throwing away the whole thing (laughs) <laughs> you're missing that puzzle piece <laughs> like you're just not keeping any of it uh um, yeah corso shout out corso the only person that's been on this podcast twice so far um so he's a historical figure in my world <laughs> as well uh the other the other question is uh what v friend what character do you feel like you need to spend more time with oh my god get their juju their by osmosis I mean, uh, do you mean like from a quality standpoint? Yeah. What what characteristic do you feel like you need to embody more? Thus, you need to hang out with this person or creature. That's a good one. Um, oh my gosh. <sighs> observant oyster. Is it observant oyster? Oh, geez. Yep. Some, okay. The oyster. I could do that. Maybe the authentic anaconda. Um, positive. What's the positive? Hmm. Positive Optimism. porcupine. Yeah. Well, you know, just all those uh, empathetic elephant. It's really just like all of those high level qualities that Gary was teaching us. Um, up until the very lucky black cat dropped, and I'm just dying to get one. Mm. But 
That seems like a long play. <laughs> well, I mean, so far you're knocking down every everything you've wanted. You're you're getting so as far as that that you've shared with me. So I think you're well on your way. Uh, but authenticity, like I, I feel like I watched twenty of your TikToks uh, in prep for this, and I feel like you are like I you just scream authenticity through your content. Um, and I think you mentioned that at the top, like, and I think people really resonate with that. You know, you're taking something that could be very cut and dry and boring and making it fun and digestible. So, um, I, I'm, I read authentic. Well, well, thank you. I think, I think the big thing is like when it comes to posting content, if you don't love it, if you don't genuinely love it, it's not a long-term thing like you just can't continue doing it at the quality and quantity that you would need to to really be successful so I just feel very fortunate that I love what I do enough to just be willing to shovel you know build brick by brick every single day I love it um Aviva thank you so much for coming on I like like I said, you were super awesome. And then to just to hear your story and to know, you know, that you have put in the work and like listened and executed, listened and executed and just um, came out the other side, still an amazing person. Um, and just, you know, spreading that joy and kindness. I, I love it. So thank you for coming on. I wanted to um, remind everyone one more time before we go to our last segment, follow Aviva Real Estate. Uh, I think you're the same handle everywhere, right? Insta, TikTok, yes, Twitter, the uh, CRE Secrets podcast. Even if you're not in the field, some great information there. Uh, real quick, and I, I, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but now since it's uh, just it just popped in my brain, the your, what's like your bullet point, one bullet point uh, blanket answer for someone that says commercial real estates, like there's so much empty commercial real estate right by my house now. Everyone's working at home. Like why invest in commercial real estate when everyone doesn't need office space? Sure. What I would say to that is office is one small piece of the commercial real estate market as a whole. Um, and so if you have, I like to say it's like a tentacle on an octopus, right? You have an octopus with eight tentacles. Office space is one of the tentacles. Uh, an octopus, although I don't know much about octopi, I think it could live with seven tentacles. And so, yes, while certain product types like office space are suffering, other product types are thriving. Like I work in warehousing mostly. If you look everywhere in your house, every single thing in your house was once in a warehouse. Right. So that the way that e-commerce or excuse me, the way that the Internet impacted office space is the same way that the Internet impacted warehouse space. One is just suffering and one is thriving. And that's just the reality of uh, a cyclical world which we're in. Um, the Internet is impacting everything we do and we have to, you know, it's it's you have to adapt and get used to that adaptation instead of just writing something off being like commercial real estate's dead because everybody's working from home on to the next, uh, that, that it's the adaptable ant, um, and understanding that just because one thing is happening and that might be a headline in the media doesn't mean that you should come to a conclusive decision, uh, for anything so right i appreciate your perspective I, I knew it was like an nfts or scam kind of thing i just wanted to hear it from from the expert herself um and and that that's a real bar everything in your everything in your house was once in a warehouse um that makes a ton of sense um and shout out to you for using octopi just flawlessly uh, <laughs> and correctly um, so this last segment is called micro macro spitfire. I'm going to throw a bunch of quick, uh, questions at you and you can answer really briefly and shortly in the macro or explain, uh, and elaborate on your answer. 
with your with your microscope. So here okay. we go. Um, who is someone that needs if? Ugh, let me run it back. If you were just getting into VFriends for the first time, who is someone that needs to be followed in the community right now? You. No, that that's too kind. Favorite teacher you had growing up, and one reason why? I had this Hebrew teacher in the fourth grade. Her name was Ayelet. She was like fresh out of the army, and she was just a drill sergeant. And she made us learn Hebrew like we were in the army, and it worked. So let's go. <laughs> the first NFT you ever minted? Uh, my an my anchovy. Um, amiable anchovy. My amiable anchovy. Very cool. Uh, if if a brand or artist or celebrity influencer what have you uh, came out today and said they were dropping an NFT project, who would that have to be for you to drop everything and and go ape in right now? Dr. Dre, because Gary already did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your favorite gift go gift so far. Um, the King Saladin print with the Shack event was iconic, and the June oven. Nice. Uh, a secret talent you have that most people don't know about. I am a little intuitive. I kind of know what's going on around. Uh, ooh, uh, a little psychic. Nice. Bougie hotel or hiking and camping in the woods. Bougie hotel. Wine, beer, or coffee? Oof. Coffee. Favorite concert you've ever been to? I saw Dr. Dre at Coachella with the Tupac out with the Tupac thing and all these other amazing rappers. Definitely that one. Nice. Um, Gratitude Gorilla or Patient Panda? Patient Panda. If you had to wipe up out all of your social media except for one app, which app would you keep? Oh my gosh, probably Instagram, right? Oh no, YouTube. YouTube. You keep YouTube. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, similar along similar lines. If you had to give away, sell, liquidate all of your V friends' possessions, physical possessions, uh, you could keep your NFTs and keep only one piece of memorabilia, which one would you keep? The initial, the very first gift goat jacket that Gary and Sasha signed when I was crying in their From face. From Beacon 1. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have a two-hour group dinner event with Gary, you, and nine other people, or a 10-minute one-on-one? 10-minute one-on-one. And the... Question that I, I always ask: um, If you could ask Gary one question, what would it be? Oh my god, I've been figuring this out too because now I'm like, oh my god, I have to like make the best podcast ever and ask him questions that he hasn't always asked. If I could ask Gary what one, oh my god, if I could ask Gary one question ever, probably. It would probably be a selfish question about my business, like give him context to my industry and how my industry's hated the internet and or social media. And then it would be like, how would you get more followers or not followers, more commercial real estate clients? But I feel like I know the answer to that. So I don't know what I would do. It, it's a hard question. Yeah, I know. Um, I, know. I, I, I would go, I would niche down too, probably. Uh, but you know, I some people have asked me like, are, why don't you ask Gary to be on your podcast? I'm like, ah, I'm I'm just not there yet. Like to your point exactly. Like, I I consume a lot. Like I know what he's gonna say before he says it a lot of the time, and I I just I have a I have strong conviction that I'm gonna get that time with him. But I just want like to, to your exact point, I want to make the most of it. I want it to be memorable. I want it to be valuable for him. So I feel like I'm still like putting in the homework and, and putting in the reps to, to come up with like thoughtful questions. Um, but I do have some good ideas. So I'd love to, I'd love to throw some ideas your way. Hey, and, and, you know, you talk about giving roses and putting in the reps and I just want to shout you out because um, 
V Friends content, like I, I've thought about it, right? Like I should put out V Friends content. Like I love this shit. And then you like look at Jeremy, who's like a complete savage. And and I just could never do it to the extent of someone like you or Jeremy. And but I admire it wholeheartedly. Um, and I love it and I consume it. And you will get your time with I mean, it's a brilliant it's another way where it's like it'll happen. You will get there. Um, but, but also having that element of self-awareness that like, I'm not there yet. Right. And then one day you'll figure out when you're like, I am, and I'm ready to strike and it will come because you're putting in the work. I appreciate that. Viva. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. The, the one question I asked him just at his birthday real quick, I was like, is VFAM, like, I know he's following VFAM sessions, but he follows everybody. Uh, like is VFAM sessions on your radar? And he said, yes. And that's all I need to know. Like, has it crossed your radar? And um, so that was cool. Uh, I, I like, this was so fun. I can't thank you enough. Um, I could have nerded out on like TikTok stuff or commercial real estate. Like, oh, I heard Cody Sanchez say this. Like, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> but like to, to get your overall scope in this conversation, I, I really enjoyed. And um, again, folks, uh, follow Viva. She has just amazing content. And uh, has put the blueprint out there for what you do. A, by following Gary, uh, it works. And B, like if you just stay consistent for a lengthy period of time, like good things will happen and opportunity will will present itself. So um, thank you enough. Hope you have a, a great rest of your Thanksgiving weekend with your family and your cats. Uh, shout out Weston. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll, we'll, hopefully we, we talk real soon. Thank you, Rob. It was so great to meet you just a quick week ago. Thank you for having me. And I would love to do another podcast again soon. So don't be shy. Awesome. I will not. Awesome. Thank you. Have a good one. VFAM, thanks so much for listening to the end. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider uh, subscribing to it, writing a review, following us on Twitter, and subscribing on YouTube. Uh, Your Support means the world and can't wait to see you at VCon.